Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Welcome to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I'm your captain this week. My name is Kyle Luck, and I am joined, as usual, as always, uh, inevitably, I should say, by Harland Spinks and John Carr. Harland, say hello. Hi, thank you for using my full name. And John, uh, say hello. Hi. Hello. Those are the those are the sounds of their voices, and that's how you will identify who is speaking. And that, and just for one more time, my name is Kyle Luck. That's and, Kyle, and, and we won't be saying anything else the rest of the episode. That's it. Just have our 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 mem- our memory. Just have it. <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah. you for tuning in. No, this week we're gonna talk about. Oh, it's a it's an interesting community. Uh, it's an adventurous online community. Uh, we're going to talk about geocachers. We're going to talk about geocaching in particular. Um, so let's dive in. So do you guys know what geocaching is? I'm loosely familiar with it just purely because of like Pokemon Go, to be quite honest. like I, that, that was like a form of geocaching where... It was not necessarily like physical items that were stored in places, but it was like the take on it. It was going to that is physical pretty, places. That's a pretty good comparison. From reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I know it goes a lot deeper than that. I just don't know how deep. Yeah, I mean, well, Harlan, are you familiar? You know, you know what it is? Yeah, I remember like a few years back, maybe a decade ago, I was like seeing a bunch of articles about this new fad of geocaching where it was more the like physical that like you would go find physical objects and like essentially like scavenger hunt style stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. Scavenger geocaching hunt is a great, great reference point. It's it's like a real world uh, outdoor treasure hunt game or experience mm-hmm. um, well it was pretty big when like four scare four scare spook, happy <laughs> halloween everybody <laughs> when four square was kind of getting big right because mm-hmm. everybody was like into these like location-based sort of internet things yeah i actually don't even know when it was founded that w- that's not even like rel- that wasn't even relative to like what i was like looking into hmm. i was essentially just trying to look into um what it was like what it could do um how far it goes and what happened to people while they were doing it oh no what happened that sounds so (laughs) ominous it sounds ominous uh but yeah so it's basically you have a gps enabled device and you get a beat on where a geocache is and then you navigate towards its uh coordinates basically and um and you find the geocache uh which is typically a uh, hidden container or of some kind um, in that location, uh, but it can it can vary. It's not always a container, um, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. But mm-hmm. um, how how many dead bodies were found in fifty barrel drums doing boy, this? I I will tell you about one. <laughs> okay, is it too is it too early to go off on a tangent? No, I mean okay. that's that's so, fine. Very recently. Um, there is apparently a new geocaching app. Um, I can give you the name of it quickly if I can do enough research. Um, that was, I think in Seattle, the spookiest Uh, of all cities. Mm. Yeah. And it was found on TikTok. Um, I think I saw this fucking video. Was that the fucking limbs in the suitcase or briefcase or some shit? Yeah. yeah 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 i saw that video that was the thing um, it was like someone made a cache to be discovered via some someone just doing their thing no yeah, and it's I, like three it, kids and they're like standing around it being like it smells so bad yeah. what yeah. what could <laughs> be inside of it like yeah. uh call the cops now yeah that was essentially what happened i i don't 
So it, it only references TikTok, but it, there's another like geocaching app that led them there. It's oh. like something, something like having to do with like a not like a not like astronaut or argonaut or something like that. But like there is a geocaching app that just essentially generates a random coordinate. Oh, that that's right. To. That's what it was. Yeah. And I remember so that this. was what they went to. And then once they got there. And they accidentally recreated that scene in Stand By... Well, the entire plot of Stand By Me. Yes. You, you, uh, I believe... I, I want to see a dead body? You doing a whole episode on, on that. The, not that incident, but that uh, app, right? Yeah, I mean, that could be, yeah, for it sure. It still could be, yeah. It, it was just like, you could see, like, teenagers becoming adults, like, because <laughs> yeah, of this. The, the loss of innocence was so, yeah. frighteningly I stark. I legitimately chose this topic because the last two topics I did were really heavy. <laughs> so I was trying, <laughs> I was trying like, to not This is supposed to be light. <laughs> Dead bodies and briefcases. Uh, yeah, I did. I did, you know, a really, really violent and horrific uh, dark web video game followed by a conspiracy theory about uh, most of the the planet being covered in mud and buried like the mm-hmm. history of these people being buried forever and it's some sort of national cover-up so i, I, I wanted I, to do something that was something a little light. more light-hearted parts in a fucking suitcase like five minutes into the episode i like that we're all finding our niche though within the show in the true crime aspect of my extracurricular listening bleeds over <laughs> Well, and my sex stuff is still happening, baby. That's a part of my next episode. (laughs) There's sex stuff here, too. But let's talk about the rules of geocaching. (laughs) So the idea is when you find a geocache, if you take something from the geocache, you leave something of equal or greater value to... So it's like it's like a, a little library, right? Yeah, it's like, like a, those public a, uh, the public penny, library but take boxes. a penny, leave a penny, but for real world weird shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, uh, yeah, there's I'll, I have a whole section about what what's been found inside these things that we'll uh, we'll get to. Um, but yeah, John, essentially that's it. You never want to just take. You always need to either reciprocate or give mm-hmm. more. Uh, the idea is to keep building. Uh, second is write about your find in your cache logbook. Uh, sorry, in the cache logbook. So each cache has like a logbook where you can you sorry. sign in. I think I feel like we need to backtrack. So where does this yeah. exist? Like if I yeah, was that's what noob, I was just gonna ask too. If I was a noob to this, tell me about how I need to become a geocacher. So all you need is a smartphone. Okay. This got is one. bare minimum. All you need is a smartphone. Look, guys, I've you... got an iPhone 6S. Okay? Oh, boy. Wow. So you have new technology. You have a sure phone that's been it. held back in the third grade for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> so, But it's still smart. It just needs a little help. It is they, remedial they, for sure. They, they think you might have ADHD. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so all you need is a smartphone and you have to download well you it's two ways to do it one is to go to the geocaching website which is where this community is based in general uh but they have an app which makes it a lot easier um and it'll have a map and it'll populate where all the caches are you click on them and it brings up the coordinates and you can navigate to those coordinates so people who are a little more into it will actually buy like a proper gps um device like navigator oh, that's like more more accurate yeah, yeah, and they'll, see, they'll thought, plug the coordinates lot, in and navigate to it. I thought this was a lot more exclusive. Like, I thought this was a lot more, like, truly treasure hunting of, like, you know, I was given, you know, hints at a location. Like, you found a, a message in a bottle on the beach one day and it just had coordinates, sort of yeah, exclusivity. I mean... <laughs> like, a little bit more mysterious. And- not, like, fucking an app that I could be like, oh, I guess we'll go to this thing that's, like, six blocks away from me. I guess I'll walk over there and see what's in this treasure like damn that's really like reductive that? <laughs> that's basically yeah john like, that's that's the fun, what it is the, the funny thing is, is i was like man i could see like i was like i was thinking about this I was like man i could see john getting really into this but that, based <laughs> on what you just said sounds like no well i mean like i if the adventure took me but I, I was I was hoping for a little bit more work, like maybe some puzzles that I needed to solve in yeah, order to get well, to the. Well, hang on, hang on, though. Puzzles involved. 
Okay. But, see, this is where I'm in. I'm like, I don't want to be like, just like, uh, there's a lunchbox at like Sixth and Geary that I need to open. You no, know, I, like, well, <laughs> well, John, John, hang on, hang on. The, the, there's a there's a key point I think you're missing is it's like the 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 depending on where the coordinates are, uh-huh. it's not going to be on like this a street corner. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like dude, there's I a whole series that, in San Francisco that requires a kayak to to access. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm in. You know All what right. I mean? You have to yeah. like, you have to fucking Puzzles commit. and kayaks? Let's go. You could go on your own Lord of the Rings journey that takes you 10 years to complete. I'm there's back a in. tree climbing yeah. series in Golden Gate Park, for example. Oh my um, God. In San Francisco here. It turns out recently, uh, as of, uh, I want to say, 11 seconds ago, I need a fellowship. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah fellowship of the cash yeah uh yeah okay so hold on a second the rules of geocaching one if you take something from a cache you leave something of equal or greater value two uh write about your find in the cache's logbook and then three log your experience on uh geocaching.com or in the app and so what that means is if you go and look for a cache and you find it mark mm-hmm. that you found it and that it's still there because if you go there and it's in like you think you gave it a good shot and you didn't find it, you need to say like, hey, looks like someone stole this so that the person can come. The person who originally put it there can come and replace it. Oh. Interesting. So there are like OG cashers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, like, how do you become an OG casher? You could you could become a casher right now if you want. You could be like, you know, I'm going to hide a bunch of geocaches and then start interacting with people on the Internet who are trying to find my my stuff that i hide with riddles my, my black or box puzzles or whatever i mean i mean you can say the the key phrase but uh what kind of stuff are we finding in these things dildos yeah we're gonna talk about that in a Ayo. little bit here because uh first i want to talk about what the geocache types are so you can get an idea of what would go into each one of these basically yeah tell me hmm. so, a oh, so they're like categorized yeah, there, oh, there's nice. uh, probably 20 different types of geocaches. I'm going to talk about like five right now. The swashbuckler uh, within me is very interested. <laughs> yes. Uh, so You should a, check out Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah. We should all play Sea of Thieves. Uh, traditional geocache. Uh, it's the most straightforward type of geocache. It's sort of like a container that is at the given coordinates. Uh, the size will vary from like an Alt- Altoids can to like a a larger box like a something that could like hold like a sandwich maybe so i would See, say like the, box on six and Gary. i'm telling you I, I would say that a dump is probably a bad location right like unless you want to be a dick yeah that to hide an altoids especially, can. especially since like the dump would like where the coordinates you set it would it wouldn't always stay there it'd probably move yeah, based on the new season of Unsolved Mysteries, the dump is the worst place to hide something. <laughs> right. What's up, Unsolved Mystery fans out there? You know what I'm hey, talking about. What's episode up? two. You what's know up? What we're talking about? Uh, there's the mystery or puzzle yeah, type okay. cache that John's interested in. Uh, it may involve a complicated puzzle you first need to solve to determine the correct coordinates. Um, they can become the staging ground for new and unique geocaches that do not fit within another category. So like, it might be like, here's the coordinates and then you could have any sort of, uh, next thing after that, like, okay, now you're going to fucking, you're at a restaurant. Now you're in the kitchen and you're forced to make a quesadilla for this (laughs) angry customer. (laughs) I don't know. But you know, the, the idea is that it could it could result in an extracurricular scenario that is you, waiting for you. Do you guys remember that old Michael Douglas, David Fincher vehicle, uh, the game? Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Like, I'm, I, there's like elements of this. I mean, depending on how how like involved some of these puzzles and tasks are, that like it could get c- crazy like that. You know? Yeah. Uh, the next the next category is a multi cache where you solve caches in a series. So it's like. Uh, like a 10 step thing. Like, Oh, you found the first one. Here's the clue slash coordinates for the next one. So you might like start on a path and then end up deep in the woods by the 10th one or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Trying to solve and find all these 
things that someone has set for you. Uh, there's also uh, ones like uh, there's a cash in trash out event. There's literal caches that are set up in like areas that are filled with like litter. The idea is that as you're looking for the as you you're hiking in to find the cache, you're also collecting all the trash that's in the woods or in the oh, field or whatever, and you're packing nice. it out. It's part of like an event, um, like that the community puts on. Just a, of, um, just a bunch of hippies just trying to clean up the environment while just trying to solve some puzzles. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really wholesome and awesome. <laughs> Love that. Good for them. Good uh, for us. There's also like 500 person gatherings. The largest ones are 5,000 person gatherings of people all trying to solve a thing together. Like it can no, get okay, really, no, really out, out there. Yeah. That's, that's too many people. <laughs> But it's supposed to be. This is about communities. This is about I, a community I, that loves to do this. I John has a max. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I understand, but like, have you have you tried to do a group project with like six people? Yeah. It's, no, it's, I, it doesn't I, work. I feel you. I feel you on that. Five thousand. That's too many. Yeah, but the difference <laughs> is that these people actually want to be there doing the project. Yeah. Oh, okay. That you know that is a very fair point. That's like people that are engaged. <laughs> That's a really good point. That yeah. like want to do the work as opposed to like just you and then yeah. like three other people that are just like trying to get stoned at the end of class. This these five thousand people are all the people in all those groups in school where they were the one person that did the whole project and now mm-hmm, they're they've mm-hmm. come together Voltron like <laughs> to solve a greater problem together it's like all fused together to, to <laughs> look for a fucking plastic box in the forest a super group project yeah. <laughs> So good. So what does the geocache look like? Uh, so there's a bunch of different sizes. Uh, micro, small, regular, large, and other. I am... Uh, <laughs> okay. I was about to say I'm fascinated by micro until you said other. Yeah, boy. Fuck. Uh, so, yeah. I don't like, you know, I don't like that. I'm... I, I think it's pretty self-explanatory what micro, small, regular, and large are. Uh, other... <laughs> There's uh, no medium. Like, imagine it. Wait, hang on, hang on. <laughs> who was uh, who was the fucking famous magician that hid buildings? Like, imagine if he was into geocaching. <laughs> and it was just like you gotta find this building. <laughs> I've so hidden good. it away in another dimension. <laughs> believable oh in this context absolutely uh so other is the more abstract option uh, option for like imagine you find find a, my thoughts <laughs> what if the what if you're geocaching and it, you've been hiking for four hours and you're finally nearing the coordinates and you find a fucking shack in the woods oh like i think i'm like shelter o'neill what if you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you find Shaquille O'Neal and he is the wild card hey, 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 fucking everybody. container type. Uh, but you find a shack in What's the woods. What's inside of him? <laughs> Hang you, on. How do you crack that code? You snap on the glove and oh, you have to say to him, I'm actually a really big fan. <laughs> Before you go in deep, uh, you go deep in the paint on Shaq. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you do. Mm-mm. Anyway, so like, what if it's like a shack in the woods, uh, and the log book instead of it being an actual physical log book is like you're carving your name on this structure, and then you leave. Mm-hmm. So that could be considered other rather than got it, I see got it. the okay, standard yeah. thing. Okay. So what goes in a cache? What What are the things you're going to find inside a, a geocache? Ninety uh, percent of the time, you're going to have a log sheet inside that you write your name on and the date. Or like a quick note or whatever um, when you find it, um, and large ones that are like a bit larger might have other things in them, um, <laughs> uh, and it, it, it could be any number of things. Once again, we'll talk about that. Um, but there's there are there are things that you can find in there that are called trackables, and these things are um, think of it as like a geocaching game piece um Hmm. where they have uh so each trackable is etched with a unique code that can be used to log its movements on geocaching.com as it travels in the real world Hmm. uh some of these items have traveled hundreds of thousands of miles thanks to geocachers and moved them from cache to cache i actually read about one that's traveled 1.6 million miles whoa jesus 
Yeah. So what, a popular what, one. So if you if if like you were geocaching, you opened up a cache, you found one of these, you would carry it, and then you would take it to another cache and you would leave it for someone else to take somewhere else. So these turns, things just travel around the world. Yeah. It turns out that item was actually Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is pocket sized. He travels a lot. He's got a lot of commitments. He's, he's also wonderful uh, to work with. Also, he, so. he's quite quite mobile. Just the shape of him. Yeah, he he can be rolled. He can be <laughs> bounced. Um, yeah, yeah, like that scene in uh, Hook where the kid rolls up into a ball and then uh, uh, he screams cannonball and knocks everybody over like uh, like bowling pins. Exactly, Dan- yes. Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. So this would be an example of what a trackable looks like. Um, it's just a little like dog tag, basically. Then you can you just you grab this and you take this with you and you drop it off and it just continues. Hmm. Uh, this is actually technically called this one is a travel bug, is what this one is called. Oh, I was going to ask what the little bug, like bug is. Yeah, it like bug. <clears throat> it's like a bug barcode. So, so like that's the individual code of it. Is the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know what a barcode is. is. Yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, all about it. Another another uh, take on this idea of the travel bug or the trackable in general. Mm-hmm. are geocoins which are essentially like calling cards or like a signature item for like a community so like like we could make a twenty thousand leagues under the sea special coin and put them in geocaches and people would be like i found the twenty thousand leagues one and like make notes of that in the in their logs oh online. like uh, xbox achievements <laughs> yeah, yeah kind exactly. of exactly except you move them around so people you know they travel but you right, can't track yeah. them the way you track uh the ones with the individual barcodes they're just like things you find and you're like oh shit i found an organization that's based in san diego all the way in maine or something hmm. like i found their coin in maine you know mm-hmm. that sort of thing um so i actually uh i i went geocaching what recently when? uh yesterday and today oh, oh cool shit uh, now yes. that is some research you left your house I, I fucking yeah. was like, I want to see, I want to like learn about this shit. I was like, I want to go do this. So I like, I went and did it. So this is like, you open up the app and you can, uh, mm. I just sent you guys a screenshot of all the caches that are near me. Oh, that's a lot. Oh boy. Yeah. There's a fuck load. Um, but can, can you, I, can you walk us through like what we're, we're seeing here? It is a, a satellite view with a bunch of like, what I want to say are tiny coffins and then question marks and then uh, i i also uh, see a like ghost a is that is, <laughs> yeah okay so the green boxes are what are considered the standard type geocache the uh-huh. question mark ones vary so some of the question mark ones are earth related ones where it's like you're actually just going to learn about like a landmark or oh, like a weird uh biological <laughs> phenomenon that exists in that area oh, uh, i like that a lot i the do green, see the ghost one the ghost one. Uh, you mean the the smiley face? Yeah. Oh, I see the ghost. No, I don't know what that is. You know what, Spooky one. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to go do that tomorrow. So the smiley face ones are the ones that I completed. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the experience was this. I was like, okay. it's I You walked it up, like I, 10 blocks. I... Yeah, so I went to the one that was closest to my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true. It wasn't the closest, but it sounded more interesting. So it was. It had a riddle about the Sunset Reservoir. Uh, there's a reservoir in the neighborhood I live in, and um, mm-hmm. and I got there, and I, I was walking around with my phone out, like tracking where I was walking around with mm-hmm. you know the coordinates, and I couldn't fucking find it. And so then I clicked on the hint, and it said. Uh, magnetic and southern exposure. So Ooh. I was like, okay, so this thing is uh, probably attached to a piece of metal. So that all of a sudden narrowed my search. Um, I took a video of this. I can show you guys later. But it was basically attached to the back of a bench that was facing the south that was entering... Like the bush was being... There's a bush nearby that was taking over the bench. So it was like hidden on like the metal plating uh that's inside like the, the b- 
bush that was taking over the bench like oh, behind interesting. it so i okay. just reached back and grabbed it it was an altoids can with a rusty altoids can with uh magnets on it i slid it open and there was a penny a pencil eraser and a little plastic bag with a wrap like a folded up piece of graph paper that was where you write that was the log book essentially okay so, yeah, okay, yeah. so what you've described is trash <laughs> like when i when i looked sure. I, I don't i don't want to be a uh you know a humbug about this but when you showed us this map of all <laughs> these places across san francisco i was like this is trash this is people have left trash garbage trash Just with trash with a purpose tons of at, garbage. The, at the very least they've left they've left a place for you to write your name and the date right that's that's what it is yeah you're not gonna fucking open it up and be like, "Holy shit, a twenty dollar bill!" Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No for one's sure. doing that. It's like, no, I, yeah, I know that. I, yeah, I, I think that I was expecting something more than a penny in an Altoids can with a piece of paper and a pencil. Oh, there's, not much, there's not much room in that. It's a tiny. It's not an Altoid. It's like a, one of the the the. Uh, it was oh, an like Altoids the really small Nano, ones, like the a very small one. Yeah. Oh okay. my gosh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. The ones like yeah. the little mini mints. Right. Yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. So I opened it up. I, I, uh, you, you, you want to put the logbook inside a plastic bag so that when it rains, it doesn't. Sure. You know. So I opened it up and uh, I wrote my name on it and the date I found it, which was it was filled with other people from everywhere, um, who had already written on this. So then you have to put it back together and you know hide it right where back where it was, and then you log it on the app, being like, I found it. It's still there. You know this and that. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Overall, I was like, that was yesterday. I was like, well, that was really satisfying. And then I was, and I came back, I came back home and that was my lunch break basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I went back to work and then I was just thinking about it. And then I woke up today and I was like, oh, you got the itch. I was like, I want to do some more geocaching. That's what I'm fucking, I just want to go find You've some caught shit. the bug. You know, like, so I, God, I did another yeah, one today where I went out into Golden Gate Park here in San Francisco and uh, <laughs> it was off of 25th Avenue going into the park. And it was like, just the coordinates were just in the fucking trees. And I was like walking around. The hint just <laughs> literally it. said Nookie, N-O-O-K-Y. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, so it's in a nook. And I, so I eventually found a tree. Oh, that, that is not what I was thinking at all. Yeah, like you have <laughs> to have sex with a forest animal. <laughs> you got to fuck this maple tree. <laughs> and it will give you the log book for you to write your name. <laughs> Giving tree, am I right? A forest nymph will appear at the crossroads. <laughs> uh, no, but I basically had, to, I basically found this tree that had like a like a crevice, <laughs> and I had to, and, and a bunch a tr- of a tree stuff. pussy. You can I had say to, it. like peel off a bunch of bark that was like loose in this thing, and underneath it was like a like a pill vial that was like covered in like dig- digi camo. <laughs> And I opened, I opened it up and it was a legit fresh, never been used, like uh new log. So I was mm. the first to find this. Oh, that's that's actually cool. This one. Did so, you write first in there? So <laughs> you on the app, there's dude, there's a whole fucking language for this shit. FTF means first to find. Oh, uh, of course there uh, is. So when I found it, uh because it, it's been it's this this has been active in the same area for three years. This is the new location. I was the first to find the new location. So I was able to write, you know, first for find on the app. Yeah, thank you. Harwin is applauding for me. Thank you very much. Um <laughs> But yeah, so then I was like, yeah, hopped up and then I went and tried another one and holy shit, I could not fucking find it. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. I have to go fucking solve that puzzle. <laughs> it's going to keep you up at night. <laughs> Motherfucker. I spent fucking 15 minutes walking around with cars driving by looking at me like a fucking crazy person while I'm like digging in the ground with my hands trying to find oh where this fucking God. geocache is. And I couldn't fucking find it. <laughs> uh, so I have to go fucking go back maybe at night. <laughs> <laughs> that might explain like some people when you see them and they they're like they you, they look like they're being they're crazy or they're off their meds or something like that or they're having a nervous breakdown maybe they're just geocaching I and mean, they might just be trying to find a log hey maybe they're crazy maybe, maybe. they're geocaching <laughs> <laughs> who's that slogan for Maybelline. <laughs> well not anymore now it's for us but uh, yeah, so uh, I figured we should talk about the weird things or occurrences <laughs> that have that have happened while people have been geocaching. That's mm-hmm. my favorite part of the show. 
Yeah, I mean, because like I said, it is it is a relatively tame hobby. You can put your cargo shorts on, you know, get your big wide brim hat, your get your Eagle Scout Eagle Scouts badge on. You got your GPS tracker, and uh, you know, you just want to go out and find some fucking treasure out in the wild. Uh, sometimes you're gonna find some weird shit though while you're doing that. So I want to talk about a little bit about that. Uh, so I've, I have a couple of quick hits here. Some weird things that people have found. Uh, one is um, a bottle of human ashes with a note asking oh to move it around the world as if it was a trackable. Oh my okay. God. Well, huh. I'm torn on that one. <laughs> well, yeah. It's kind of a beautiful it, thing. Uh, it's a little wholesome and a little horrifying. A little weird yeah. to be like, okay. Because that, that, oh, that sounds great. But then you're the person you're finding it. You're like, okay, now I'm holding this. You bring it to your house. And then you're like, I guess I'm going to go geocaching tomorrow. <laughs> now so just, I've, I've got this dead person's uh, it's, it's just on my mantle yeah. until I go geocaching again. That sounds like way too much responsibility, too. You know what that's, I mean? That's a like, heavy What one. happens if you like accidentally drop it or lose it or spill it or make coffee with it? Sure. What if you accidentally make a really strong cup of tea? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, another like, one was... Borderline Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy this guy found a colostomy bag that was used. Dude, oh, no. Did he say why he put it in there? No, I think it was like next to it. I don't think it was in it. Oh, thank God. Okay. Because you know, a lot of the time, I don't think you could fit a colostomy bag in most uh, sure. geocaches. <laughs> sure. Um, just, just coincidence. Somebody discarded their colostomy bag next to one yeah. of these caches. Just- Kawinky <laughs> dink. Uh, this one dude, this one's kind of the winner for me, man. Actually, no, there's another one I think is the winner, but this one's pretty good. Someone found a condom in a weed grinder. Oh, <laughs> hell like, yeah. In I'm one? In one. Yeah, it's because yeah, they, be like, they can be like full on like like VHS sized, you know, yeah. like plastic containers. Okay. So I really like the idea of just being like, some dude was like, hell yeah, this dude's going to need to fucking grind his weed and then have sex with somebody. <laughs> like, I mean, that's pretty good. rad. An entire weed grinder. You know yeah, what I mean? That's a score. Yeah, it's a piece of hardware. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's some good green hardware right there. Greenware. Uh, this dude found a decapitated deer's head at a, uh, mm. the cache location. No. Uh, Bambi. This- this one dude literally walked onto a porn set. So, oh my god! So you know incredible. he's just following his fucking app, like just like oh, I'm going, I'm, I'm on my way to the geocache, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> enters a fucking field in the middle of the woods, and there's like fucking light, people bouncing light onto you know the nipples of a uh, a porn star while she's getting railed by another porn star. And uh, he's like, I'm just looking for a plastic box in the ground. You seem to be fucking on it. Excuse me, folks. Have you, what? Have you wouldn't happen to have seen like a small container around here, would you? Yeah, it's in me. Uh, what, uh, <laughs> do you mind if I uh, take a quick, a quick peek inside? <laughs> I need to write my name on the logbook. Why is this person old or like foreign? I don't know. I just I think the geocaching persona is definitely going to be more nerdy. Mm-hmm, so sure. I just imagine like kind of a bookwormy type dude always stumbling upon these sex things, which I want to talk about a little bit here. So well, I was going to say that you fit the profile. Yeah, you, yeah, here you I are am. grazing Harlan's territory. Right I'm out now. my mm-hmm. fucking Iron Rangers and denim jacket fucking looking around <laughs> the ground with my Ray-Bans on being like, looks like there was recent human activity here. It could lead to a geocache nearby. Oh and then you rip off your sunglasses and the fucking who plays in the background. Yeah! <laughs> Geocaching. Sunday nights at 7 p.m. on <laughs> CBS. Definitely on CBS. Uh, so uh, all access. The amount of I was looking for weird stuff that happened, and the amount of times people, because geocaches are often hidden in places that are remote or private, which is also where people like to go bang. So right. it'll be oh, like, or, and also decapitate deer yeah, for some reason. That kind of thing. Uh, so <laughs> it's like this, the amount of stories where it's like, oh shit, I was just, you know, oh, I was approaching the coordinates and then I saw the bench that it should be apparently attached to, but there was a couple having promiscuous sex on it. 
Like, so like then this nerd has to sit with his GPS thing and wait for these people to finish before he can go sign his name in the logbook in oh the sandwich God. box. So Accidental the- voyeurism. <laughs> yeah. So, and you know, I'm being really harsh because I am now a geocacher. I thought but- you were going to say because I am now a voyeur. Uh, and I'm now, you know, and a that voyeur by default. Me. It's I'm, my new kink. I am a geocacher, therefore I voyeur. <laughs> I do voyeur. I do voyeur now. <laughs> if I'm lucky. Uh, so yeah, In this just, day and age, it's impossible. Let's be honest. Fuckload of stories of like this one dude told it really great where he's walking up as he's getting closer. He sees like, oh, I found a pair of jeans. Oh, a t-shirt. Oh, a bra? And then oh like, as he got, you know, like following the trail <laughs> before he finds people fucking on the forest floor. That's so, incredible, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very common, apparently, because I came across it amazingly and an incredible amount of times. Uh, this next one, I'm really fucking psyched on. <laughs> I'm getting the photo ready. Uh, this, this guy said, I called a friend who lived nearby and we went to a uh, we went to the dark, wet, and cold forest uh, to geocache. It was in the winter. I found this weird-ass piggy bank in a glass container, and I just had to keep it. Now it's standing in my bathroom and makes my guests feel very uncomfortable while they're peeing. Check this fucking guy out, dude. Uh, I don't understand why that makes him feel uncomfortable. I love this little guy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks great. He's athletic. He's a little piggy. He's got, a, yeah, he's he's got, got sweatbands he- on. Headband. Yeah, yeah. Sweatbands. Yeah. Oh, he, I mean, I mean, the one thing that do, he, aside from the clothing, the attire, he is standing <laughs> upright. So I could see how a pig standing Very upright rigidly. could be. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's thick too. He's got a bit of a judgy he's, look on his he's face a thick too. Boy. So. He's like, watch it. What are you doing? You still like, going to hey. do it? I'm right here. You're still doing it. Oh, you're doing it. Well, the, the way that his eyes are painted on there, it, like one looks like it's not quite looking right at you. You know, mm-hmm. like he's like, trying to warn you about somebody behind you potentially. <laughs> I feel the like look I, on I his should face paint is, this. It's very much like you're going to do another bump. Okay. You're, oh, another one. Okay. All so right. let me, let me, let me just paint this picture a little bit more because I realized we kind of glazed over this. Uh, this is a glazed uh, piggy bank. It is a pig that is humanoid, and he is standing upright, and he's wearing gym attire, and he has a very smug look on his face. Mm-hmm. And he looks worn. Is that like, apt? Someone yeah. like rubbed the shit out of him. Yeah, he's old. He's he's a, he's an old gym gym guy. Look, you know? I have I have I have a piece of furniture from the actual seventies that's less worn than he is. Well, yeah. maybe he's older. Maybe well, he's I mean, haunted. I don't know where they found him. I mean, I know where the geocacher found him, but we don't know his origins mm-hmm. so this next person says i can't even tell you how many times i've found actual human poop near a geocache i have no idea why i've also found broken bongs a pipe and some cash from iraq with saddam on it i mean the poop thing if it's in san francisco i mean welcome to the city to me yeah. it's like you, you know throw you hike out in the woods you're you hike out in the woods you're deep in there no one's there you find this geocache you're like I could shit right here. I mean, and oh, even, even okay. on the street, even that lunchbox on Sixth and Geary is gonna probably have some human poop. Your obsession with this lunchbox on Sixth and Geary, I you think know you what? need to go check it out. Hold Look, on. it's you a Taco John? Bell. I know it. It's it's there. I I may have left something there. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm opening the app right now. I'm opening the app. Okay, tell me. I want to see what's on Sixth and Geary for you. Tell me. Uh, I want to know. Sixth and Geary. Sixth and Geary. Mm-hmm. That's Little Russia. There's Park mm-hmm. Presidio. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. It's loading. Yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, there's nothing. There is not a there is nothing on Six and Gary, John. So your 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 woes have been Yeah, John, it's probably just a bomb. Okay, great. It's probably no, just no need a, to worry, probably just a bomb. Speaking of bombs, Crunch Wrap Supreme. This one dude actually found a plastic bag full of pipe bombs. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, so he was waiting out in some like lake uh, with his GPS thing uh, and, and was looking for it, got close to the coordinates. Wait, hang on, hang on. Sorry, pause. He was wading out into a lake? Yeah, like a, a swamp, actually, I think it that was. That is fucking dedication. Did he have one of those? Uh, he you don't know. I was going to ask. Probably a vest. A giant, one of those giant like overall bib things. Oh, I doubt it. That's fly fishing territory. This is a geocacher, baby. <laughs> I mean, he probably, yeah. He probably Geo- had a sweet survival vest. He yeah. probably had trash bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to improvise as a geocacher. You, you can't buy all this, this equipment for, <laughs> beforehand. I'm a geotrasher. 
<laughs> but uh, so he basically this dude was he got close to the coordinates and he's like, oh, he's like reaching in the water and he like pulls it up. He's like, I think I found it. And he pulled it up and he's like, that looks like bombs. Put it down and left and then oh called the authorities. And then um, <laughs> they took him out on a boat there and he had to tell them what geocaching was. I'm sure that was embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> and it's then, what? Huh? Well, you do what now? I, like, Why I, would you I, do this? It was confirmed. It was confirmed that it was pipe bombs. And so then he sat there and watched while the bomb squad rolled up and they literally detonated all of them. So he was like, hell yeah, you got to watch a fucking Dude, explosion. That was, up. that was the, that was what the, you were to, you were supposed to find. That was Twist. the prize at the geocache. He yeah. Put them there. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Um, I like this one a lot. Uh, this one dude, he just, I would read it in his words. One time I was sitting on a wall in a parking lot behind some stores uh, signing the cash I had just found. Uh, there were a few homeless people digging around through the trash nearby, but I didn't pay them much attention at all. After signing, I looked behind me and saw that there had been a man completely in the nude laying on a small lawn chair the entire time. I gave him a wave <laughs> and then went on my way. <laughs> oh, that's a nice. That's a fun interaction. I like the dude just Amazing. like, "Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm <get> here, <laughs> Sergeant. How you doing? We got voyeurs. We got exhibitionists. Sergeant. We got there's all kinds of sex perverts with geocaching that you might run into. So now I have some creepy stories. Yes, mm. yes, 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 yes. I thought those would go by, by a lot quicker, but uh, but yeah, I want to tell you guys at least two of these uh, spooky stories. Um, <clears throat> so this one. Um, this is going to be a, a mixture of my paraphrasing and, uh, the person's, uh, you know, their own true account of it. So it was a series of 10 caches. This would be a mixed cache that I was talking about earlier where like one leads to another. Sure. Like a checks mix of cash. <laughs> sure. Uh, strewn about in a, in some sort of pattern. A Gardettos mm. of cash, if you will. You never know what you're going to get. It was a series of <laughs> okay, 10 caches. Okay, that together formed a trail through a muddy wooded forest and i decided that the wet and windy weather would add to the fun uh the person's like yeah okay i've got an hour of sunlight left um i can do this as they continue on through the woods they're starting to realize that each cache is about 700 meters apart uh so they were getting pretty deep into the woods by they were on the fourth cache in the series Mm-hmm. Uh, upon completing the fourth cache, the weather started to pick up a bit. Strong winds and uh, rain started up, and uh, this person is still out in the middle of the woods, and it is almost dark now. Uh, so they continue walking along the path after finding the fifth cache, which was easy enough to find, uh, and they're looking for the sixth cache. Uh, and an inviting landmark catches their eye. It's a dilapidated shipping container in the middle of the forest. What the fuck? Yeah, that is not creepy. So at now all. we've got this. It's dark. It's like it's like dusk kind of vibes. I'm getting like there's the, rain, the there's wind. The, the movie Mandy, like that. That is the. Oh yeah, that is neon the lights that turned getting. on somewhere in the forest, and we we didn't know what to make of it. Yeah, everything is purple. <laughs> They say, I climbed down the slope to investigate further. I saw another I saw, I saw another run down shipping container, but I didn't get the chance to investigate that one, as you will see why. So they basically they go to the first shipping container they see and they climb into it. I took out my phone to take a few photos of the shipping container. It was unremarkable from the outside and the photos didn't come out brilliantly from a distance. So I got a little closer and took some more photos. As I approached the door of the shipping container that was open, I shouted, hello, a few times, (laughs) (laughs) just in case this was the shelter of a homeless person, um, as I wouldn't have liked to have disturbed them. There was no response, so I <laughs> went a little closer. Unless it was closer. a murderer, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there was no response, so I went a little, I, you know, I, I decided to go in. Um, <laughs> the container would make a basic shelter for a homeless person. Most of the roof had fallen out, but there was a part that was still covered. Apart from a few square meters of roof at the container at the opposite end of the door, uh, parts of the roof were still attached and were creaking in the wind. I didn't get much of a chance to look around on the inside because the picture I took, and I'm going to send you guys right now, uh, filled me with horror. Cool. So this is the this is what they saw when they walked into the shipping container. Oh boy! Uh, written on the wall. Mm. The the warmth of her 
embrace has lifted me from the ground? Yeah, I think so. For Lord, I have sinned. Forgive me. And there's a cross. Excellent. That is excellent. I wanted to move further in to get a better picture, but I was frozen with fear and didn't move closer. The wind suddenly picked up, and I'm not sure if the rain did too, or if the strong strong winds were making the wind the rain feel worse. Safe to say that I gunned it out of there. I'm not sure if anyone was in there, but I saw no movement. Nevertheless, I was really scared and decided to get to the road as soon as I could, rather than head back to the path, which would have taken me back to the woods to find the remaining four caches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really superstitious or anything, but by now I was shitting bricks. The- uh, <laughs> so while you don't have to be to get- superstitious for this to be terrifying. Yeah. What are you yeah. talking while running- to be a normal person. You find that, that like a fucking like rusted out shipping container with this like horrible message in the, the middle wall. of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um. Anyways, they basically were skeeved out and kept looking behind them all their way home. They went. They ended up stopping at a pub on the way home and got really hammered. Um, yeah, I would. I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that was like creepy. that's like some shit that like you would see in like uh, season one of True Detective. For Lord, oh, yeah. I Actually, have sinned. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, it was very. It's very True Detective season one. You know, time is a flat circle, and you know, the Lord he does forgive, but sometimes he does not forget. Look at this wicker <laughs> man I made out of Lone Star cans. <laughs> uh, so this next creepy story is um, shorter, uh, and it was. It's this. I was out night caching. Uh, with a couple of friends, which <sighs> geocaching all of a sudden becomes really creepy when you're going to these remote places when it's dark out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. With That's a, a fun of, twist, though. <laughs> so he's night night caching with a couple of friends he's met at a geocaching event. Can I just say now it's hitting me in this moment that night caching sounds very sexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we were night caching. Oh. Baby, we were night cashing. <laughs> oh boy, right. we had done pretty well. Uh, I'm going to hide my line. object in her container. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sign this log book. Um, <laughs> we, so he was saying they had done pretty well. They had like clearly on a hot streak, they'd found a bunch. Uh, no DNFs. DNFs uh, are DNF is the you say do not find if you like you. Don't find a cache that where it says it's supposed to be. You you mark it DNF on the app. Uh, so no DNS for the night, but it was raining when we got to the cache uh, that is called It's Down There. So each cache has a name. Uh, the one they're referring to is literally the title of it is called It's Down There. Uh, and cool. it's literally That's not down. ominous yeah, either. Yeah. yeah. I, this whole thing is very murdery to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I, I try and keep things in an open mind, but goddamn. Like, you were literally luring people into vacant lots in the woods. Well, it's also about things. It's also about context, too, right? Like, if you were doing this in the day and you saw one that said it's down there, you'd probably read it like, it's down there. Not, it's it's down there. It's down there. (laughs) So, it's literally down an extremely steep, overgrown culvert with brambles and everything else. So imagine this in daytime, <laughs> it's sunny. The sun's coming through the trees. You can look down the hill and you can see the, you know, whatever's down the hill. You can be like, ah, oh, fuck. I think we can make that. We have the proper footwear, you know, just like, let's all be really careful. But no, this is nighttime and it's fucking raining right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd found some other challenging caches, but with the rain, we weren't sure if we went down, if we could make, make it back up this one. So we swallowed our pride and moved on to the next cache. The next day, which happened to be Valentine's Day, I was at the movies and got a phone call from one of my caching buddies. <laughs> hey, remember that cache we skipped? Hey, there was a body found there today. Mm. She had been missing for days. That night while we were out there, fucking, <laughs> there were missing posters up everywhere, but we couldn't see them. Oh my God. No one knew if she had been abducted or what. So we were just stumbling around with the dope with the posters everywhere. And we were just like, maybe this isn't a good night to cash already. The police said the body had been down, down there for five to six days before it was discovered. Holy shit, dude. <clears throat> so these dudes were just in the dark and the rain, like near this fucking corpse. Mm-hmm. Totally unaware. That's great. They could have the- literally fallen on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could, if they would have gone down the hill, they would have maybe been trapped down there with it all night. 
Oh my god. Because of how muddy it was to get back up the hill. Oh. Good lord. A real never-ending story situation. <laughs> I feel like mm. I should just end it there. <laughs> <laughs> just put a big, like, jun sound. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Nah, yeah, I think that's gonna be all we're gonna cover for geocaching. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love that we ended it on a spooky note, considering that it is uh, October 29th today. Mm-hmm. Spooktober. Uh, perfect, perfect time for a spooky-ish episode. And Kyle, that was great. Yeah, you, you delivered. Enlightened, you enlightened us all with your uh, investigation into geocaching. It is, it is really cool. Like, obviously, bringing people together in creative ways is like what this is all about. Um, and I like, I appreciate that, but in my opinion, a lot of this is still just trash. (laughs) (laughs) I would love it if you would try it. I bet there's some good ones by your house. Yeah. Actually, I guarantee you there's one at the Rocky outcrop at at your house. Still haven't gone there. You should go there. Okay. I'm not going to commit. It's a great view. It's a great view. (laughs) John, any final thoughts that I can edit in to... Uh, lev- even out Harlan's opinion. <laughs> I I love it. I think it it has a whimsy to it. I would I would love to solve a puzzle and find a fun trinket. Um, the hoarder in me loves this. The puzzle solver in me also loves it. The uh, true crime person is terrified of it. I'm about <laughs> it. I'm about it. I, I honestly think you should give it a shot. I think you should download the app and go do one on a break tomorrow. Just go for a walk and try to find one. Mm, okay. Just do it. Fucking oh, do okay. it. Okay. Coward. God, God. Everyone. There's probably a fuckload in the panhandle. Oh, yeah. And a lot of human poop. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated. 